Portfolio Committee meeting today. Honorable members, as we have initially invited the Department of Public Service and Administration to enlighten us about the ongoing wage negotiations between uh, government and the organized labor. Yesterday, I received a letter from the minister requesting that we must withdraw that item because it has not gone through the scrutiny of cabinet yet. Therefore, we will reschedule this item once it has gone through a cabinet. We further invited Public Service Commission to account on the monitoring of 30 days payment of invoices in the public service. Uh, this agenda item is the one of the priorities of our committee. We will later adopt the draft report on the Public Administration Laws General Amendment Bill. As you are aware, the committee had deliberated on this bill and took a decision. Without any further ado, let me now invite the chairperson of the Public Service Commission to, to make his uh, opening remarks before the presentation. Professor Fikeni, the floor is Chair. yours. Chair Manduli, before Professor uh, Fikeni, Chairperson, I, I support, uh, Chairperson, through you, I, uh, I did raise my I support that the presentation be withdrawn, hence it's uh, still before cabinet. Thank you, Chairperson. I wanted to support that. Okay, thank you very much, Mamanduli. Mastola, um, do we have, before I invite the professor, let me check if we have any apologies for today. Uh, good morning, Chair. Good morning to honorable members and commissioners and colleagues. No, Chairperson, we don't have any apologies today to uh, our full house. Thank you, thank you very much, Chair. Thank you. Is the, the uh, Deputy Minister in? No, Chairperson. Okay, all right. Thanks. Uh, Professor Fikeni, you can take the floor now. Good morning, Honorable Chairperson and Honorable Members. Uh, my name is uh, Henk Boshoff. I'm, I'm a commissioner with, with the Public Service Commission. Uh, I would just like to apologize uh, on behalf of Professor Fikeni. He's unable to attend today. He's attending a citizens forum uh, in the Northern Cape. We are, the commission is conducting citizens forums in, 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 in all provinces. So today is the turn of, of, of the Northern Cape. So I will be, I will be leading this uh, presentation, uh, Honorable Chair and Honorable Members. Um, Honorable Chair, um, and, and, and I'm being supported by Ms. Irene Matenjoa. She's the Deputy Director General in the Office of the Public Service Commission. She's leading monitoring and evaluation in the office. 
Honorable Chairperson, uh, just a few few remarks. As as part of the Public Service Commission's oversight role, uh, the Commission has been monitoring quarterly reports that we've been requesting from both um, national and provincial treasuries for many years. Um, and as far back as, as 2012, as you know, Honorable Chair, the, the Public Service Commission, in partnership with this Portfolio Committee, the Portfolio Committee on, on Public Service and Administration, conducted okay. public engagement. Mr. Boshoff, yes. Mr. Boshoff, yes. you, sorry to interrupt you. I, I sure. have a request from, from members that uh, they don't hear you uh, properly because of load shedding. So they are suggesting that the best you should switch off the video and speak without the video. I will, apologies, Chair, I will do that. Okay. Uh, am I audible now, Chair? Audible on my side, I don't know with them. <laughs> because it's them who has made a note for my attention. Uh, Honorable McGlure, can you hear uh, Dr. Jell? Uh, it's much better now, thank Mr. you, Chair. Boshoff? Much better. Is it much better? Okay. Thank you very much. All right. All right. You, uh, you can uh, continue, Mr. Boshoff. Th th thank you, Honorable Chair. Chair, as, as I indicated earlier, uh, the Commission has been monitoring quarterly reports that we've been requesting from both national and provincial treasuries for, for many years. Um, so as far back as 2012, the Public Service Commission, in partnership with this Portfolio Committee, the Portfolio Committee on, on Public Service and Administration, conducted public engagements with departments and service providers to identify challenges and solutions to the non-payment of invoices. And we've been doing that, that ever since. So today, Honorable Chair and Honorable Members, we will be presenting the report for the first quarter of this financial year. Uh, that is the, the, the period ending 30 June 2022 on the non-payment of invoices after 30 days or, or the, or the non-payment of of invoices uh, at all. So um, what I would also like to, to bring to the attention of, of the honorable members, honorable chair is, I think it's very important to take cognizance of section 38.1F of the Public Finance Management Act. It will also be flighted uh, on, on your screens just now. The section states as follows, it says, Accounting officers must settle all contractual obligations and pay all money owing within the prescribed agreed period. Now, the prescribed period in line with uh, Treasury Regulation 8.2.3 is 30 days from, from receipt of an invoice. So, accounting officers, Honorable Chair, are compelled to comply with this specific section. And we will be providing you with statistical information on our findings uh, up until the end of 30 June uh, 2022. So with your permission, Honorable Chair, 
I'm going to request the Deputy Director General, uh, Ms. Irene Matenjwa, to take you through the, through the presentation. Thank you, Honorable Chair. Thank you, Dr. Boshoff. Um, Irene, you can take the floor, please. Um, a very good morning, um, Honorable Chairperson of the committee. Um, good good morning. morning also. Thank you, uh, Chairperson, and uh, good morning to honorable members uh, in the committee. Uh, good morning again to Commissioner Boshoff and um, uh, colleagues and all protocol observed. My name is Irene. I'll be taking the committee through uh, our report or presentation on a payment of uh, invoices. Um, basically, what we have is a couple of slides that I'm going to take the committee through. The first one is just the presentation or the outline of our presentation. We'll do the introduction. We'll do the oversight role of the PSC in this matter. We'll touch on the statistics and the reasons for late or non-payment, the impact uh, thereof um, both on SMMEs as well as uh, government. And uh, then we'll conclude the presentation. Um, in terms of the introduction, um, uh, I think we all know that the PSC is mandated, uh, amongst others, to promote the constitutional values and principles that are contained in Section 195 of the Constitution. And what we emphasize here is that these constitutional values and principles, they provide a value system in respect of the conduct of public servants and officials, and they also serve as the starting point of every public administration practice, including the payment um, of invoices. Commissioner Boshoff has already touched on the provision of the PFMA. I'm not going to uh, mention that in terms of the contractual obligations. And uh, furthermore, uh, departments are required to report uh, to National Treasury uh, on the 7th of each month and on, on the 15th uh, for provinces to provincial treasuries in respect of this matter. And as we know, uh, the, the constitutional values and principles, they are nine, uh, obviously including those values in section one, but in terms of the principles, they are nine. But for the purpose of the issue that we're dealing with, we're not saying that the other principles are not important, but we really just want to emphasize a high standard of professional ethics, which is very important when we deal um, uh, with members of the public, even when we deal with ourselves internally within government. Uh, we want to emphasize the efficient, effective, and economic use of resources. The payment of suppliers, as we know, uh, it's, it's part of the ecosystem of uh, how we manage our budgets, how we manage procurement uh, and value for money, and, and so on. But transparency as well, it's very important, particularly when we're dealing with the members of the public and, and you will see when uh, I go through some of the slides and accountability as well. So those um, are very important and we want to impress. Also, that's what we say to departments when we engage with them on payment of suppliers that you cannot default on these uh, issues. Now on the oversight role of the PSC, uh, Commissioner Boshoff, thank you very much for uh, alluding to the first point around where the PSC comes from in partnership with the portfolio committee around this matter, where we did public engagements. 
uh, both with service providers and departments to really uh, identify what are the challenges and, and fi finding solutions uh, on this aspect of payment of invoices. But the PSC as well, um, we receive reports from National Treasury, uh, also reports coming from provincial treasuries to identify where are the blockages and who are the defaulting uh, departments in this space. The PSC also um, engages with executive authorities and accounting officers uh, where we find uh, that they would have uh, defaulted on the payment of uh, suppliers, really just to embed that constitutional principle that I spoke about accountability. We also produce uh, what we call PALS. It's a bulletin, it's a magazine on quarterly basis, and we make sure that uh, in that um, bulletin we may we name we name the top 10 de de defaulting departments and the psc has been really at the forefront of advocating for the inclusion of payment of suppliers and performance agreements of directors general and hod's and um, whilst Treasury has got a responsibility in terms of also assisting members of the public, as PSC, whenever we receive these complaints, we do investigate engaged departments and where we find that there is no dispute, we urge departments to uh, make sure that payments are affected um, uh, with speed. So, uh, Chairperson, I'll now move on uh, to the next slide where we will now look at the statistics. We'll start with national departments. So, uh, on this slide, we're just showing, uh, we, we spoke about um, submission of uh, uh, reports from department to national treasury. They call them exception reports. Now, what we're seeing on this slide is that uh, departments, uh, some departments are not always uh, in compliant with uh, the submission of this exception reports to National Treasury as requested in terms of instruction note uh, 34 of November 21. And what we just want to highlight specifically is the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development, of which for June 2022, they did not submit their report at all. The others, we can see that they have uh, they've, uh, submitted, they've submitted lead, but agriculture in particular, when we look at national departments in June, they did not uh, submit their report at all. And that to us really, it compromises transparency in the provision of our information. As we move on, uh, Chairperson will now deal with um, uh, the number of invoices that are paid after 30 days and those that are older than 30 days and are not paid. So uh, as Commissioner Boshoff indicated that our report focuses really on the first quarter of 2022-2023, but we're also uh, making a little bit of a trend analysis looking at the previous quarter. So uh, on this slide, what we have is invoices that are paid after 30 days. So these invoices are paid. It's just that they were not paid within the prescribed period. And we'll see that there, are 30, there were 36,000 invoices for um, the last quarter of 2021-2022. And then when we move to the first quarter of this financial year, there were 29,000 uh, invoices. But what is critical on this slide, it's uh, the 959 invoices uh, of which at the end of June, um, they had not been paid by departments. So as we move uh, to uh, the next slide, uh, what we see is that for those 959 invoices, the value thereof is a 4.1 million. This is the money that should be circulating in the economy by the end of June uh, 2022. But what we're seeing is that it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's at that time, uh, it's sitting in the coffers um, of government. As we move, Chairperson, um, to the next 
slide, we begin then to show where is this uh, 4.1 million as at the end of June. And you will see the water and sanitation is the department that is really leading in this space with, with about 2.5 million and uh, obviously followed by tourism there. And as you move on, it's the state SA. I need to indicate that um, our experience and observation is status A is normally not in this category, so something is not um, going on uh, well there, but that's what um, we're seeing right now at the end of June, that they are also contributing to uh, the non-payment um, of suppliers. Obviously, then we have other departments that are following, contributing to that 4.1 million. If you look at the first um, row there, you will see that we don't have any information as I indicated that the Department of Agricultural Land Reform and Rural Development, they did not uh, submit their information to National Treasury, so we don't have that information. Chairperson, if you allow me, I want to move now to provinces. Again, provinces in terms of um, compliance with instruction note 34 uh, on submission of exception reports, we can see that Limpopo did not submit two of their reports on time. Uh, and so on, and, and, and the next three provinces, you could see that uh, they did not comply at least for one quarter of that, uh, one month of that um, a, a quarter where their reports were submitted um, late to National Treasury. Again, we are urging departments to say, um, please let's comply uh, with the requirements of the instruction notes so that we have got accurate information uh, for um, reporting and decision-making. Now, on this slide, again, we are showing invoices that are paid uh, after 30 days and invoices that are older than 30 days and not paid. So the blue um, uh, uh, bars there, they show us, um, for instance, uh, as at um, uh, uh, June, we had um, 75,000 invoices uh, that were paid after 30 days, but we had 24,000 invoices that were older than 30 days and not paid. So as we move to uh, the next slide, we begin then to see uh, the value of those uh, 24,000 invoices, which amounts to 4.8 billion, um, uh, which is unacceptably very high. The number and the values are unacceptably very high for us not to be paying uh, suppliers. Um, so as we move to um, the next slide, Chairperson, uh, then we begin to see um, a picture of uh, all the provinces. Then on this slide, we can see that actually the province that is leading with amounts of invoices that are not paid, uh, older than 30 days and not paid, it's um, Eastern Cape, where you have got 2.5 billion that has not been paid, then followed by Houting, where you have got 1.3 billion that has not been paid, and then you have got... Um, Northwest and the rest uh, that also follow uh, that have got invoices older than 30 days and not paid. What we are also finding is that the majority of these invoices in respect of provinces are sitting within the health sector, education, followed by uh, human uh, settlements across all provinces. Now, uh, on this slide, we begin now to um, uh, share with the committee what are some of the reasons for the late and non-payment of invoices? The first one, it's a systems issue. 
uh, we're still struggling with uh, issues of um, IT in terms of how we track invoices. Sometimes we do have downtime um, uh, systems issues of your bears and your logis, which we use for payment of suppliers. Um, lack of financial delegations are misfiled, misplaced, and or unrecorded invoices, uh, unresolved invoice discrepancies, and incomplete uh, supporting documents. Perhaps just to emphasize on this matter is that we are, as government, also missing an opportunity where we're supposed to work with the suppliers and educate them in this space because they wouldn't know the internal processes of government to say, when you submit an invoice, make sure that your invoice has got the order number, the invoice, your banking details are in this fashion, so on and so on. So it shouldn't be that when an invoice is submitted, uh, that invoice is taken into uh, the system of government and later on we don't pay because of incomplete supporting documents. So we always urge departments to say, please have a checklist and share this checklist with suppliers so that by the time they come to the department and submit the invoice, everything is in order. Then the invoice can be processed with speed and be and, and be paid. Secondly, we do have issues around poor financial management, uh, poor budgeting, a lack of alignment between budgets and procurement plans, uh, uh, which uh, result in invoices being paid late or not being paid at all. There's an issue around contractual disagreements between departments and service providers. Uh, we know that some of uh, the contracts are terminated, but again here, um, we urge departments that we, whenever you pick up issues that are not correct and so on, do engage with service providers and say to them, these are the issues that we're picking up. We are going to pay you for the work that you have done. And from now on, these are the issues that we're dealing with. And therefore you um, do not raise any other invoice subject to whatever that we're dealing with. So service pro providers are left to go on doing work and so on when they raise the invoice, the invoice is disputed and so on and so on. Lack of documented uh, processes, just simple standard operating procedures sometimes or internal controls, if I can make use of that um, uh, with, uh, within departments. And, and we're saying that payment of invoices should not be held up due to unforeseen uh, blockages. So all of those things, departments must make sure that they put in place. Um, uh, Chairperson, um, uh, the second, the, sorry, the, the next item that I want to talk about is just the bad culture in the public service where um, we, we don't seem really to appreciate uh, the notion of saving the public. Now, government will always have problems here and there around some of the things and so on. But what we are aging departments is where you realize that you're not going to be paying within the 30 days, within day number 25, pick up a phone, talk to the service provider and explain to them what challenges you have, whether it's bus or the system that is down, whatever the, the case may be, to say we are running the system next week. I'm just making an example. We are running the, the system tomorrow or next week. Therefore, we are not going to meet the 30-day period. Please bear with us. We'll pay you on this period. So that normally do not happen. And actually it frustrates um, many service providers as, as they are left uh, wondering, emails are sent, phone calls are made, and uh, there is no feedback. We're not communicating with them and it's just frustration after frustration. And the last one is lack of capacity. I'm not going to talk much about this one. It's the responsibility of accounting officers and um, CFOs to make sure that they have got um, uh, proper systems 
and capacity within their departments to make sure that um, work is done, including the payment um, uh, of suppliers. As we move on, I did uh, indicate that the matter has got an impact on small uh, SMME, small uh, businesses. So delayed payment has got a profound impact on, on, on them. Uh, what it means is that salaries don't get paid on time, raw materials cannot be acquired, existing projects suffer, new ones cannot be taken on. And also um, the payment of invoices contribute to how well a small business thrive, uh, service their debt and liabilities grow and reinvest again to ensure job creation. So the longer we, we take to pay suppliers, the longer we actually dip into their um, profit margins. I think we all know that small businesses, they live and die by cash flow. If they don't get paid, they cannot survive. Um, also, um, the, the more we continue not to pay um, suppliers, uh, this becomes really a huge deterrent for entrepreneurs, those who um, in the absence of jobs in the country may aspire uh, to establish their own businesses because they become perpetually discouraged um, when they're not, um, uh, they're not paid. And what we pick up as well is that um, uh, uh, most SMMEs, they do not have the recourse or the financial muscle to litigate against government when they are not paid. Whilst others have said to us, they are quite mindful of going this route because they fear that they may not be considered in future um, uh, when they probably uh, uh, tender or they put their proposal for work with government. And um, what we're saying is that the payment of invoices is not just a compliance issue, uh, where we satisfy audit requirements and adhering to PFMA, but it's an economic and social issue that supports families through income generated um, uh, by rendering services uh, to um, government. Chairperson, there's also impact of this work on government. It's not just on small business. And on government, what we are saying is that it affects the reputation of a department and government as a whole. Uh, when citizens or suppliers engage with government, uh, they, they look at uh, government as a whole, even spheres of government, not just departments. And then um, government gets branded as, as, as one, uh, one government that doesn't pay suppliers on time. And it affects the relationship, obviously, between government and its creditors. And it also determines whether suppliers will value the business of the, of the department of, or of government. And this may be expressed through responses received when re re uh, tendering some of the suppliers have um, informed us that they are very much unlikely in future uh, to um, uh, uh, render services on behalf of government as uh, they have to go and get loans and so on uh, to um, do this work. So in essence, what we're saying is that there is a widening distrust between government and the citizens. So the following is just um, a couple of questions uh, to ponder on. These are not necessarily just uh, PSCs, um, uh, speaking, um, these are also service uh, providers that we've engaged with who are also saying, um, you know, perhaps government is complicit in destroying jobs um, and that um, uh, are we really being, should we be viewed as a government that is caring and treating its suppliers with professional ethics and responding to their needs or, uh, or accountable or are we on a deliberate economic disenfranchisement of the majority of people of this country? Blacks in particular, Africans, women, youth, rural communities, and township communities, if you look at uh, the profile of our SMM, SMMEs. So, Chairperson, in conclusion, what we are saying is we are making this presentation and humbly requesting the Portfolio Committee uh, to assist the PSC 
in holding departments, particularly accounting officers, uh, uh, where they fail to meet their statutory obligations. What we're requesting is that um, uh, portfolio committees uh, of those departments where um, they are also not uh, in compliant uh, should uh, um, uh, be um, made aware of the failures of that department. And, um, and I think the committee will also advise further in terms of how we really I assist the PSC in making sure that the uh, suppliers are really paid on time. Honorable Chairperson, um, this is where I conclude the presentation and thank you. Thank you. Uh, Honorable Tuli, you can take the floor. Uh, th thank you, Chair. We are under a lot shading. Can I switch off my video? Thank you. Please. Chair, I may I may be kicked yeah, out. You, you, can, you can switch it off, uh, Honorable Dolly. Thank you, Chair. Chairperson, uh, I would love to firstly I would love to welcome the presentation from a, a public service commission and uh, commend them for doing their part. Commend them for for taking all the risk to touch the untouchable. You see, uh, of late, uh, our departments are untouchable, Chair. They are really untouchable. Since we the beginning of the term uh, in 2019, uh, we've been talking about these uh, uh, invoices not paid within 30 days, uh, after 30 days or not paid at all. Uh, and, and, and chair and the meeting, we are now towards the end of the term. 2024 is just next door. And we are going to leave this behind like this. It, it will be as if we were just like a scratch record. Uh, this is really a, a thorn in the flesh. Chair, uh, the Treasury uh, did put down uh, regulations. And if those regulations are breached, uh, Treasury is doing nothing to departments. I, I think, Chair, it's high time that uh, this committee, led by you, to invite the Treasury as well to come and explain, to say, hey, you did put the regulations, but we are here talking uh, billions of invoices that are not paid. And if, if those invoices are not paid, uh, that means uh, it impacts badly uh, towards the emerging and small businesses. Uh, yes, uh, indeed, as uh, 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 Ms. Matenjwa highlighted that uh, uh, those are, are women, youth, and black in particular. And, uh, and, and these, these uh, companies, in a way, they assist in job creation. And then you don't pay them. Even taking a, a picking up a phone and calling them. For me, yes, it's courtesy, but it's not going to, to pay those 10 employees from the community that are supposed to put bread on the table. Uh, 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 um, I, 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 there is not a uh, much that can be 
put as measures, disciplinary measures. If if now a treasury has put regulations, I think a treasury should be following uh, the regulations that uh, 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 they put down uh, very close. And they should be putting now consequences. It can be, they can be breaching those um, uh, uh, since, uh, sorry, uh, regulations, and then uh, there are no consequences, they just get away with it. Chair, in terms of the, 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 the reasons that are, are put down, for me, I'm not really taking the issue of systems at this day and age. We've been in government. C can we be still uh, talking systems that the systems are preventing us to pay people? It's, 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 it's uncalled for. It's the way of pushing back uh, the, 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 the previously disadvantaged. Because you can't go for a loan, you render the service to government, then you are not paid. Yeah, a particular, uh, in, in, uh, uh, that means you are not going to, to pay the loan. You are not going to be able to pay back the loan. You are not uh, uh, going to uh, also pay the staff or your employees. Chair, this is really uncalled for. I think we should also look at the, uh, with departments, particularly the departments that are, are highly involved. Uh, the, 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 in terms of um, uh, skills audit, are, are these people capacitated on their own before capacitating the suppliers? Are, are they uh, uh, capacitated? Why, why are you taking so long? Uh, thank you, Chair. That is, that, that, that is my take. Another uh, Brook Kibi, it's your turn. Honorable Kibi. Honorable McClure, we will go back to Kibi later. Honorable McClure. Thank you, Chairperson. Chairperson, listening to the presentation, I must say we have appreciation for that, but it is a sad day in, in the history of, of South Africa that on this day and age, some of these uh, companies in the respective uh, provinces are really being helped down to the drain as far as survival and businesses is concerned. Now, the presenter has, 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 has put to, to task and a request for this committee to assist. Now, I don't know how best can we uh, assist while we do have uh, the commission themselves and other role players in provinces as well to play an oversight role of, of what is transpiring in these departments. I want to make the following suggestion, that uh, this committee consider a, a meeting in person and summons these departments, and for what it's worth, listening to the presenters, that billions of rands are not being paid. My question is that, where is this money? Is the, is the money there? Or what is the problem that the money cannot be paid? Because we also hear about 
incompetency and competency and a lack of manpower. So what what should then be done? And I mean, the answers are simple to address this and, 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 and to ensure that small businesses are, are surviving. We, we, we are facing a crisis in this country uh, as far as uh, taxes is concerned, uh, levies is concerned, and there's a, a plight to, 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 to also decrease uh, the cost of transporting food in our country. And we are now facing uh, a situation where billions, billions are, are, are not being paid uh, 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 to companies. And, 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 and listening to uh, uh, Honorable Ntuli, uh, small business is, is, is involved here. Uh, 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 women is involved here. Families is involved here. And, and, and really, I would suggest that we have a meeting in person and summons them together with the Premier if we really also want to bring our part in terms of our oversight. Uh, or unless a second option chairperson is to go to those provinces and see these people eye to eye who's dealing with these invoices. It, it, it is an indictment to South Africans and to the business fraternity uh, 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 in general that a thing of this uh, is, is happening. Uh, also mentioned was uh, one province, namely Lampuapu out of the three. We are not sure who are the, 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 the other provinces. But I, I, I want to belay this point, Chairperson, that we consider a meeting in person either summons them to Parliament, where there's availability of, of rooms, or rather this committee, uh, you know, uh, personally go to these respective provinces and, 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 and get a hell out of these uh, uh, departments that is doing absolutely nothing in, 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 in assisting small businesses. Thank you, Chair. Honorable Maneli, is your turn. I'm back. Okay, thank you, Chairperson. Oh, you are back now, Honorable KB. Yes, Chair, I was kicked out. Okay, okay, bear with me. I will see where I slot you in. Honorable Maneli. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, Chairperson, this presentation really raises critical challenges in the departments. So, Chair, the, the issue of late payments of suppliers by government departments has been an ongoing problem in the public service. And, Chair, this is so indicative of the lack of compliance by the departments, as other members have already alluded to that. Chairperson, <coughs> it, it also outlines the concerns that were flagged by the Auditor General and also reveals certain departments that are implementing recommendations that are made. Chair, really the delay of paying invoices within the set timeframes, it has a detrimental effect on business, particularly the small business. And Chair, this is contrary to the intention of government in terms of the support that it must provide uh, to those small businesses, Chairperson. And Chair, as other members have said, I will really also support that we call upon those departments that they must come and account for the lack of compliance. Chairperson, in slide 13, there's, there's a list 
of reasons that results to the late and non-payment of invoices. And this slide points out the bigger problem that we have in the departments. Many of these problems are flagged by the Auditor General. Most importantly, public servants are breaching the code of conduct and that they are not embodying the Batupili principles. Surely, Chairperson, there needs to be a role played by the TPSA to uphold the norms and standards in the public service. So my question then, Chair, will be, what are the recommendations and what is being done about it? Also, Chairperson, uh, the digitization of the public service is a critical aspect, and it's a process that requires to be implemented. Non-digitization has led to information loss. So what systems or system is being implemented in the public service to assist with record keeping? And are public servants receiving on onboarding within this regard, Chairperson? My last point, Chair, will be whether is this a lack of financial management due to lack of financial skills in the public servants that are employed in those posts, or is it mainly due to vacant positions? Uh, because it's a matter, or is it a matter of incompetence? We would want some level of accountability to answer these questions, Chairperson, as to why people, when they're employed, they're not, they're not doing what they're supposed to do. That will be my input for now, Chairperson. Thank you. Honorable Kibi, you can come in now. You were kicked out by the system. Hey, thank you, Honorable Chair. Good morning, uh, Chair. Honorable members and colleagues. Uh, Honorable Chair, I think I'm relatively covered by the speakers, uh, Honorable Maneli and uh, Honorable Ntuli. Uh, Honorable Chair, the reality is we've been singing this song, as Honorable Ntuli said, since 2019. Now it's towards the end of uh, the term. We cannot, again, Honorable Chair, allow a situation whereby we are going to be saying the same thing each and every time. It seems as if because of all of these delays, this government won't be able to, to win the fight against the poverty and the unemployment. I want to support uh, the proposal to say, let us call uh, the departments and hear from them what is it that is holding them back? What, what are their challenges? And also uh, challenges, uh, people have to come up with solutions when there are challenges in their departments and they are having a DPSA to make sure that whatever challenge that they are faced with, they can seek for the advice. It can be correct for people uh, to be paid late or not to be paid at all. And when uh, people are being given a task as the soft service providers. Definitely uh, the department is supposed to look at everything, whether they are complying or not. It can be at the end of the day, uh, the issue of the nine payment is caused by a uh, issue of being uh, not complying. Uh, the service provider is not comp complying or whatever. Those are the issues that are supposed to be looked at uh, before the, the service provider is given at the task. So I'm relatively uh, covered by all the speakers, Honorable Chair, but really it's, this is frustrating. Thank you, Chair. Honorable Komani. Thank you very much, Chair. Good morning to the committee members. 
the commission and the department and let us also join the queue in welcoming the the presentation chair and chair we are had uh, big hearted because of the presentation today because to be honest we must uh, in the main look back and say what is it that we as the committee has done so far but given the this today's presentation is it totally tells us that we are a, a committee that comes listen to challenges and we do not even have a teeth to bite because we are nearing the end of the term and we have been faced with the same challenges uh, so far. So hard-hearted as one would be, we then echo the sentiment with Honorable Kibi and others to say, we've got our public servants that are law unto themselves. They are not touchable and they are aware that nothing can be done to them. And uh, to, 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 to say the least is that AG has pointed out these challenges and nothing has been happening to the departments to maybe try and mitigate and, and, and correct these challenges, Chair. So, and Chair, uh, the, the, the presentation uh, speaks to the departments that are not compliant. Agriculture is the highest in the, is, is on top of the list. And Chair, it is very worrisome to have around 959 invoices that are not paid. And one would then ask the question, what were the reasons for this, uh, for this non-payment? What steps were, were taken? And, and, and because, because this impacts on the economy of the country, this, in, this impacts on the capacity of the small, medium enterprises, because they would really be unable to grow and to execute their duties equally and to pay the people that are working in those as, uh, small uh, uh, businesses. Uh, so that is why the poverty in the country is so is so high. So uh, one would then ask again, Chair Uti, what is the recommendation of the commission given that the government is not winning against the non-payment of suppliers within the prescribed period, given that we've got the PFMA? Uh, is the commission saying, uh, uh, is our PFMA at a stage where we need to, uh, it needs to be uh, uh, consulted as to where uh, something must be done? Or is it that the PFMA is okay and we've got uh, people who cannot work as expected? Maybe they can assist. And Chair, again, I think I should uh, join Honorable uh, McGraw in terms of uh, particularly Mpumalanga and Limpopo because they are not submitting their uh, reports in the stipulated period. So I think this is now the time for this committee, let alone the department, because we are the we are parliament, we are taking, uh, 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 we are lawmakers. We must also see what there is accountability, there is enforcement of the laws that we put in place. I also suggest that we have a physical meeting. This meeting should not be a Zoom meeting. We should be having the physical meeting with the department and these provinces so that we know what is really happening there because we uh, 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 we cannot just be uh, 
sitting as the as as the uh, as the committee heavy reports that departments and provinces are not compliant and we don't we don't take any action i think this is the time now that we should uh, uh, maybe uh, do that uh, do that and chair one of the critical questions that we as the committee are not asking one of the big element elephant in this room is that we've got the department of public service and administration where within where where which uh, the, the the all these departments account to what is the role what is the department doing this far we are mid term if not all, almost uh, 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 if we have not exceeded the mid term but we have been sitting with these uh, challenges. We've been engaging with the department. I think it is now the time. What the department must take us uh, into confidence, and and they should. The department should not tell us that they are putting systems into place. They are engaging. What tangible report do we have to from the department? Because the commission is also uh, showing us that they they have outlined challenges, but an elephant in the room is the department. What is the department doing? Chair, uh, if one may continue to say, uh, this Department of Water and Sanitation and Tourism, did the commission engage with them regarding the, the, the number of unpaid invoices and what consequence did these departments in particular, uh, 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 what was the consequence management and did the department in, in these uh, departments, did they impose uh, 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 what 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 consequent management in in the main was imposed by these departments for the, for the people to the people responsible for the de uh, delaying of these payments because we find people they are delaying payments but whether they are getting paid their lives are going on as as if uh, nothing wrong is happening so we need to know from these departments what is it that they have done and we need to know from these departments through our own public service and administration department because it must account. And finally, uh, I, I, I want to, to, to say to this committee, to the commission and to the department, you know, we are in this situation because we don't want to agree that we put in uh, we put in people who does not have capacity, and we put in people who are incompetent in departments, and uh, uh, this is the result of what we are getting. We've got public servants who are then being uh, uh, hired uh, by virtue of them having uh, been uh, knowing somebody or being cadre deployments. That is the oh, I know that is the word that people does not want to hear, but this is the result of what we are having now. So Chair, I'm, I, I'm finalizing by saying, let the department take us through con into confidence. What is it that they're doing? Because commission is posing challenges. What is the department doing? Thank you very much. Honorable Mtipe. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. Yeah, now that the departments are submitting reports on the 7th and the 15th of each month to national. So what makes the department not intervene immediately and wait until it is two or three months? Uh, just like uh, the province is not submitting reports. Limpopo and others, uh, please be specific of which other provinces did not submit so that it should be known because some of the provinces, they have a pattern 
or tendency and used not to send reports at all. And also provinces that their payments not be paid within 30 days, which you said is Eastern Cape, Houghton, Northwest, and others. Which are those others need to be known? And then I will also like to reiterate because these departments are reluctant to do their work. So we recommend that this department together with the treasury must be visited and explain what could be the problem. How often did the department receive training? Maybe they have forgotten that they are at work. They are also derailing the economy of our country. And also I want to say the Department of Public Service and Administration, their work is to, is to monitor and evaluate. So it does not have any help to assist this department. So it is just monitoring and ends there. That's it. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. Honorable Tabekulu. Good morning, Chairperson. Good morning, all members and the presenters from the Commission side. Thank you for the opportunity, Chairperson. I think uh, all members have said a mouthful on the, uh, uh, um, the concerns, the challenges, and the difficulties that are faced by the small business people dealing with the uh, government departments. I think, Chairperson, one should uh, be reminded uh, of the fact that uh, in one of the addresses by the president of, of, of the country in, in his state of the national address, he once stressed the importance of paying uh, the service providers or suppliers within 30 days. And seemingly it shows this is not happening as, as, as was stressed by the president. Um, the question comes in, in my mind. Is it not because of laziness from the employees' uh, side or just to let down uh, all attempts to uplift uh, the small business uh, from uh, uh, getting to doing business successfully with the, with the state uh, as, 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 as expected? You know, the, the, the current government opened an opportunity for small business to to do business with, with, with the state so that they could as well uh, uh, improve and become big business. We should not remain as small business always until they disappear. You know, Chairperson, it seems these employees are making sure that they suppress all the small business so that they could not uh, 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 see the light of the day as far as uh, uh, um, improving in, 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 in doing business. I'm one person, I'm, I'm one person, chairperson, who at times uh, 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 like to raise suspicions. You know, if one looks at how uh, uh, the departments are doing in, in the provinces, you know, it, it, it shows these people are very relaxed simply because they know by the end of the month they'll get their salaries. They don't care about what's happening to other people. They don't care about uh, improving the, the, the working conditions. Uh, or, 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 or improving the conditions of, 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 of living for those that are employed by this small business. So, Chairperson, it's, it's, it's really uh, painful to hear that uh, billions and billions have been uh, uh, kept within, within Treasury, uh, having not paid the, the, 
the small business people who are trying to sort of uh, show their capabilities in, in doing business with, with the state. I am afraid, Chairperson, you know, we are living in a, 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 in, in, in a time where a lot is happening. We might shy away from some of the things, but they are really there, they are happening. This comes to my mind that uh, possibly, you know these uh, officials, I suspect these officials, as they do uh, these payments or, or they prepare these payments, they only deal with those they know, those that, that are, 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 are very close to them, simply because maybe they get some, you know, some reward out of, 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 of uh, successfully, speedily uh, 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 processing that their 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 I think a lot needs to be done. As one member has just raised, the DPME is there to to monitor. What are they doing when things of this nature are are, are, are propping up? These billions are billions that have been there for some months. People have not been paid. As a result, accruing these uh, 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 funds, Chairperson, really, uh, I want just to, to express my express myself, just like the other members have, have, have done, and I'm agreeing with those that uh, raised the issue of inviting the the Treasurer General, the, the, the what called the Office of the, the uh, Treasury to, to to come maybe and explain before the committee, as well as these government departments that are, are letting down uh, these small business people who are expected to be improving, putting food on the table for, for their families, as, uh, as well as uh, paying those that are employed uh, under their employ. Uh, I thank you, Chair. Good morning, Chairperson, and, and good morning, colleagues. Uh, Chair, it's, it's a little hard to actually find the words to respond to an issue that has not only been going on for a long time, as the PSC uh, correctly pointed out, but actually seems to be getting worse. And certainly in terms of the amounts that we're talking about, uh, is absolutely devastating. We've, we, we've heard now that during this first quarter of this financial year, it's basically 9 billion rand that is owed to service providers, many of them small businesses that have not been paid. And I mean, the, the, the key point here is that in what context is this happening, Chairperson? It is happening in the context of an already struggling economy that's teetering on the edge of recession and in the context of what is now 10 hours of power cuts, electricity cuts, blackouts every single day that these businesses and many small businesses are trying to confront. So it really is, Chair, like kicking these small businesses while they are down to then additionally fail to pay the 9 billion rand that is owed to them. So it, it really does showcase, and I think that this is, a, this is an, it's an inescapable conclusion, that the government simply does not care. You cannot explain how you can withhold 
9 billion rand of desperately needed cash flow legally owed by the government to private businesses at a time of 10 hours of load shedding every single day without having to concede that it must be because you simply don't care. Now, Chair, there is in slide 12 of this presentation a very important other point to make. And this is the simple point that there is one province that is paying all of its service providers on time and has been doing so for years now, and that is the Western Cape. So in a context of 4.1 billion rand owed by the national government, 4.8 billion rand by the eight other provinces, we have to, if we are honest and serious about this, ask the question, why is it that the Western Cape consistently pays all its suppliers on time and is consistently the only province that does this? And Chair, the answer must be, first of all, that this province actually cares about small business. But secondly, as Honorable Kumane pointed out, also because there surely must then be capacity to do so. And this brings us to the elephant in the room, Chairperson, and it actually links uh, very clearly with the discussion that we've been having over the past couple of weeks about ensuring the appointment of competent officials merit-based appointments to the public service. And as much as it is upsetting, again echoing Honorable Kumane, to hear about cadre deployment and these issues to some members of this committee, we cannot look at these kind of findings from the Public Service Commission in an honest way and then refuse to talk about this elephant in the room. The, the time is running out, Chair. South African small businesses are folding by the dozens every day. And if we don't get to a point where we start appointing officials on the basis of merit, on the basis of their ability to do the job, regardless of any kind of political considerations, and in fact insulated from such considerations, then this picture is not going to improve. And we know that this is true, because all you have to do is look at slide 12 and see that the one province that doesn't practice cater deployment or any kind of thing like this is the only province that's paying consistently providers, service providers on time. It's time to heed the lesson and the warning sign, chairs, uh, Chair, because otherwise there's going to be nothing left of the private economy in this country. Thank you. Thank you. I now hand over to the department to respond to the questions that members have raised. Uh, Chairperson, um, I will I will respond to to the majority of the questions and where I where I've overlooked some of the questions. Uh, Ms. Matenja will come in to respond to some of the the technical questions. Firstly, Chair, I think it's it's very important for me to state and and and, and the committee fortunately is 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 aware of of this. The Public Service Commission. Is, is an extension of the oversight arm of, of the National Assembly uh, in general, and then this portfolio committee in particular. So um, that is also the reason why on the very last slide of the presentation, we are requesting the portfolio committee to also assist the commission um, you know, in, 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 in its executing its oversight responsibility um, by holding 
departments, especially these defaulters accountable for the non-payment or the late payment of, of, of invoices. And we also thank all the members who have made uh, the proposal that the committee considers, uh, you know, holding departments accountable. Now, um, just to go to the specific questions in, in, in particular, um, uh, Honorable Ntuli has, has indicated that, or has proposed that uh, Treasury should be invited to the portfolio committee to come and explain why nothing is being done to, to address uh, the non-payment. Uh, you know, we, we are grateful for that proposal, uh, Chair, and we, we, we also support that. We all are also in agreement that, uh, you know, systems cannot be, cannot be used as an excuse for the non-payment. I mean, we are uh, approaching the fourth industrial revolution, <clears throat> and, and there are still departments that are struggling with, with, with systems, so we are 100% in agreement with the Honourable Member. Chair, then Honorable Nglua um, also indicated or he, he asked the question, how can the portfolio committee assist? And I think the portfolio committee or the members have already made proposals in this regard by, by proposing that individual departments, individual provinces should be invited to, to do meetings of the portfolio committee to come and explain and to be held accountable to, and to provide reasons for the non-payment um, or the late payment of, of invoices. With regards to the reasons for, for the non-payment or the late payment of invoices, I think all we've attempted, Honorable Chair, to provide the committee with the reasons that we feel um, are the reasons for, for, for the non-payment or late payment and those uh, reasons you can find on, on slide uh, four of the presentation, it's systematic challenges, uh, poor financial management, contractual disagreements, lack of docu uh, documented processes, and then also, uh, and, and very importantly, bad, a bad culture in the public sector where officials just don't seem to understand the notion of serving the public. Then if I move on to <clears throat> the questions raised by Honorable Manelli. Um, yeah, Chair, um, the Honorable Member is correct. You know, even if, you know, when we make inquiries to departments on the reasons for the non-payment or late payment, we are assured of, of consequent management by, by all these departments. But there's very little or, or no progress with regard to the payment of, of invoices. Um, and, and again, um, I, I do think that the departments are in a better position or better suited to respond to the reasons for this crisis continuing in, in departments. And we really support the proposals made by the honorable members that these departments be invited to come and explain, um, you know, the, their side of the story. Um, yes, uh, Honorable Kibi also made a proposal that the departments should be invited to come and account. And uh, the statement was also made that government is losing the fight against poverty and unemployment. And, and Chairperson, 
the Commission is 100% in agreement uh, uh, in this regard. With regards to the inputs of uh, Honorable Komane, um, recommend a, a specific, specific question was, was asked with regards to the recommendation of, of the PSC. And I think I have, I have addressed that uh, by indicating that we are requesting the Portfolio Committee to also assist the Public Service Commission by holding these departments accountable and to consider inviting them to a meeting of the Portfolio Committee to come and uh, explain the reasons for the late payment or the non-payment. Now, Chairperson, you are aware that we recently, uh, or that uh, the Portfolio Committee recently appointed three new commissioners, and then the Chairperson of the Commission is relatively new. He was appointed late or early last year. Now, we are busy with a, a, a process of introducing these commissioners to all the executive authorities at, at national level. In other words, all the ministers, uh, uh, are, are, you know, we, we are requesting meetings with ministers to introduce them to the newly appointed commissioners and to also present the mandate of the commission and also identify the challenges that we've picked up and so you know making recommendations on, on on how we feel things can be can be addressed so every time these commissioners meet with the eas and i'm referring to the newly appointed uh, commissioners they raise the issue of the non-payment of invoices or the late payment of, of invoices so this is currently being brought to the attention of all the executive authorities uh, at national level. With regards to, to, to provinces, we have a lot of uh, commissioners there who have been there for, for, for quite a while. Um, but, but Chair, you're aware that the, the commission's mandate is, is limited to dealing with complaints and grievances from, from public servants and so on. But, but we have gone a step further, Honorable Chair and Honorable Members. You know, we've been receiving complaints directly from service providers, directly from the public. And because we have a direct line to executive authorities in provinces, we have also been, been doing that, where you find commissioners liaising directly with MECs and premiers in province, provinces, uh, requesting them to deal with the payment, payment of, of uh, uh, service providers as a matter of urgency. We've also received complaints uh, from service providers for, you know, for non-payment of invoices at uh, public entities, your development corporations, etc. Uh, and we have also requested the line function departments in provinces to liaise with these public entities and to give feedback to the commission, you know, on the reason, reasons for the non-payment. So um, that is what we, the commission is, 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 is trying to achieve in addressing this, this, this crisis that we have been presenting today. Um, Honorable uh, Motsepe, you uh, your question is uh, which which departments, and I think those, uh, you know, at, at national level, uh, we have 
highlighted the uh, Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and, and Rural Development as having submitted late. Uh, and then on, on slide eight of the presentation, you will also find uh, the other departments, national departments, uh, that are culprits with regards to the non-payment or the, or the late payment of invoices. With regards to provinces, Honorable Chair, you'll find uh, uh, information on, on the specific departments on, uh, just get to that slide, uh, on, on slide 12 of the presentation. Now, uh, the non-payment of invoices you'll mainly find in the service, so-called service delivery departments and specifically the departments of health and um, education. I think uh, all, over the, all over the country, in all the provinces where, where you experience the non-payment of service providers, uh, it will, you will probably, uh, the culprits will, will, will most likely be Department of Education, Department of Health in, in all the provinces that we have identified on slide 12 of the presentation. Um, yes, we are in agreement with uh, Honorable uh, Chebekulu. Um, small businesses need to be paid. Uh, um, you know, we, we, we are losing the battle, uh, you know, against poverty and, and, uh, and unemployment, and we welcome uh, the, the proposal made with, uh, with regards to the non-payment. We are, you know, uh, then if we move on to the input of Honorable Schreiber, he expressed his concern about the non-payment of invoices. We are 100% uh, in agreement uh, with, uh, uh, with his inputs as well. Thank you, Honorable Chair. If I've missed anything on that might be of a technical nature, um, Irene uh, will, will assist me in that regard. Thank you, Honorable Chair. Thank you. Irene, do you want to come in? Is there? Honorable uh, Okay. But my apologies. Honorable Chair, I'm very much covered by Commissioner Boshop. I think he has uh, responded to all the issues. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Mastole? Chair? Can you can you flight the agenda of the committee so that we see what is the next item on the agenda? Okay, Chairperson, I've just uh, uploaded the agenda, Chair. Uh, we will then, I think, move to 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 the bill now, Chair, and then to the minutes. I think. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll stop the sharing chair and then uh, uh, Mr. Ngowepe, if uh, he's available, he will then uh, flight the, the bill chairperson. Uh, okay. We'll okay, we must do that. Uh, good morning, honorable members uh, and chairperson. 
Good morning. Uh, Chair, uh, before uh, before us here, I've just uh, uh, flagged the report on the on the system. I hope you can all you all members can be able to see it. Is it reflecting, Chair? I can see it is a report on the Portfolio Committee of Public Service and Administration uh, on the on Public the... Laws Amendment Bill. Yes, yes. Okay, thanks, Chairperson. Yeah, the, uh, Chair, uh, the, this report has been circulated to members on Friday. I believe the members have looked at it uh, uh, where there are uh, problems, I, 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 through you, Chair, I also request that we move page by page where it's necessary, then I'll stop up until maybe we go to the recommendations and the, the motion of desirability of the B. Okay. Okay, Chair. Uh, page one, uh, if members will then uh, indicate. And then here is just a reflection of members who have been part of the process throughout. I think all the members from uh, the members that are represented from all political parties they were they were present. And then these are the objects of the bill chair and honourable members, uh, uh, as they they were stated in the bill itself. And secondly, the, then the presentation by the initiator of the bill, which is uh, Honorable Dr. Uh, Leon Schreiber. And this is just uh, his motivation when he was uh, introducing the bill uh, before the committee, Honorable Chair and members. I'm on page three. Uh, um, then we have received, uh, I think our last uh, meeting, it was about the return and oral submission on the bill. Uh, uh, these are what the, uh, those in organization have submitted to the committee, most of them in support of the bill. And uh, uh, on page uh, on page six, uh, then we uh, we have captured the presentation by the office of the presidency, which is the social economic impact assessment unit. They have also provided inputs on the bill. Uh, page seven, and then. We have also invited the DPSA uh, uh, to provide inputs, but at the same time, uh, uh, just to get the status quo in terms of uh, how far are they in terms of the amendment of the Public Service Act and the Public Administration Management Act, Chair, Honorable Chair and Honorable Members. And we also invited the Public Service Commission, also uh, uh, checking how far are they in terms of the amendment of the Public Service Commission Act. Uh, uh, as to how far they 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 in, in terms of that legislation, and then here, Chairperson, I will then request the members that I will go uh, uh, point by point, 
uh, or try to be faster. Uh, if members then they, 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 they've got corrections, they can stop me immediately when I'm done with, with each and every bullet here. Uh, uh, let me say these are committee deliberations on the bill. The portfolio committee has deliberated and decided on the desirability of the of the public administration laws general amendment bill. Uh, the committee commended Dr. Schreiber for initiating and tabling a private member's bill, the Public Administration's Law General Amendment Bill in the National Assembly. And the committee further commended organizations that submitted the written and oral uh, propositions on the bill. And Dr. Schreiber has consistently demonstrated his passion for ensuring capable, ethical, and professionalization of the public service. This can only be achieved through embracing meritocratic recruitment system that brings about high quality staff in the public service with the aim of enhancing performance and provision of quality service delivery. That's 9.1, uh, uh, honorable members and chair. And the 9.2 then, uh, there must be uniformity in the legislative prescript between the public service and local government. And the Department of Public Service and Administration has to ensure alignment of the Municipal System Act number no. three of 2022 with the Public Service Act of 1994 regarding the provision which says that an employee may not hold political office in a political party or political organization, whether in a permanent, temporary, or an acting capacity. Uh, based on this chairperson, uh, uh, with uh, what the DPSA, DPSA, when we, when they were providing inputs to the bill, they've agreed that there they should be an alignment of these two two bills. Uh, I think uh, in a spirit of building that single public service, uh, because the, currently this it has been passed as an act uh, by the president. So then they agreed that they should be. The alignment between the two legislation. And 9.3, government through the Department of Public Service and Administration is currently working on plethora of policies to enforce the merit-based the merit-based appointments free from political interference. This includes among the draft framework on the professionalization of the public service and legislative reviews to be tabled in parliament in due course. And the public service administration amendment bill currently with the Department of Public Service and Administration focuses, focuses on strengthening the recruitment process, which will embrace meritocratic appointments in the public service. That's 9.3. And 9.4, the Public Service Commission is at an advanced stage of analyzing the Public Service Commission Amendment Bill, which will be tabled before the 2022-2023 financial year in Parliament. And the aim of the, of the amendment is to repeal the Public Service Commission Act of 1997, which will enable the commission to operate as an independent and impartial constitutional body with its own secretariat. Financial, F9.5, financial and administration and the governance and independence of the Public Service Commission remain a paramount priority of the committee. And the Department of Public Service and Administration together with the Public Service Commission must ensure that the Public Service Commission amendment bill is tabled before, before end of 2022-2023 financial year. And this bill will has taken too long to be tabled. And 
uh, all legislative and policy reform undertaken by the Department of Public Service and Administration, the National School of Government, and the Public Service Commission cohere and complement the Public Administration's Law General Amendment Bill. However, there are aspects in the Public Administration Law's General Amendment Bill that are not covered in the Public Service Amendment Bill and Public Administration Management Amendments Bill and the Public Service Commission Amendment, uh, Amendment Bills. Uh, therefore, the view of the committee is that legislative amendments are not covered by or are not strengthened in the proposed bills may be borrowed from Honorable Shriver's proposal and be incorporated in the upcoming amendment bills where appropriate. Uh, with regard to the motion of desirability, Chair and Honorable Members, uh, we said that having extensively deliberated on the Public Administration General Amendment Bill, the committee appreciated the efforts made by Dr. Leon Schreiber, uh, MP in brackets, for drafting and introducing the Private Members Bill to the National Assembly. The committee further appreciated the institutions and members of the society who have participated in the process through written and oral submission. However, the committee resolved that the bill is undesirable based on the above stated deliberations. Report, report to be considered. Uh, Chair, here's the report and honorable members uh, with regard to the, to the public administration's law general amendment bill. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Honorable Chair. Okay, can members indicate those who want to speak? Okay, Are members in agreement with that report? Let me twist it around. Chairperson? Yes, Honorable Manel. I'm, I am in agreement, Chairperson, with the report. Okay. Yeah. Honorable Kibi coming. Then yeah. Honorable Schreiber after Honorable Kibi. Yes, Honorable Chair, I support, I agree with Honorable Nanelli that uh, we agree on the report. Thank you, Chair. Honorable Shreiba, is your turn. Thanks, Chair. If you could just reserve the rights of the DA to take a position on this report. Thank you. Okay, that will be noted. Uh, Honorable Koman. Thank you very much, Chair. Can the committee record the right of the EFF not paid this report? That will be that will be noted as such, Honorable Komani. With that, the the report is now agreed to. What is the next item? Uh Chair, we 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 have uh, minutes, but that we need to adopt. There's about three sets of minutes, Chair President. Three sets. Yes, Chair. Oh. Okay, can you can you fly to the first set? Okay, Chair. 
Okay, can you see? I, I see. I see. DM. Uh, DM Majaki wants to speak. Your hand is up. I, I didn't see it before. Honorable DM. Uh, thank you, Chairperson. I think the hand was raised by mistake. Uh, but um, let me just also just add my voice to say that we welcome the report. And to say that with other bills that have actually been mentioned, the Public Service Commission uh, bill and the um, uh, Public Service uh, Management Act uh, bill uh, that are supposed to come in, in Parliament at the later stage, I think uh, there's still going to be a process of them being tabled before Cabinet. Uh, then they'll come in through the leader of government business. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Tia. Uh, take us through, take us through, Mastole. Okay, thank you, Chair. I will move uh, swiftly, Chair. I will move backwards. I'll start with the minutes of last week, the 14th of September, Chair. I'm on page one. Uh, these minutes were also sent out last week, Chair, so that members can uh, uh, peruse them through, Chairperson. Um, if members page. want to correct anything as Mastrole is moving on, they, they must just shout. There is no need to, to raise hands here. You just shout and then talk. I'm on page three, Chair. Uh, chair through you, Chair. Can I be allowed to leave the meeting because I realize it just it's just committee business now that's been done. Yeah, I know you can leave one of I'm sorry not to have indicated that okay, you, thank you, you can leave. <laughs> thank you, Chair. I'm on page four, Chair. Uh, that's our last that's our last page, Chairperson, uh, page four. Uh, where we dealt with GPF and, and GPAC. That's the minutes of the 14th of September. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Mastola. The, the minutes are presented to the committee for adoption. Can I can I get a mover for adoption of this first set? Yeah, Honorable Chair. Yes, Honorable Kibi. I move for the adoption of the minutes uh, of the 31st of August, uh, Honorable Chair. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Kibi. Any second to Honorable Kibi? Jefferson, I second. Thank you. The, the minutes are therefore adopted by the meeting. Can you take us to the next set of minutes, Moscow? Thank you, Chair. The minutes that you just adopted are the minutes of, of the 14th, Chair. Now on yes. the ones of the 31st, 31st August, Jefferson. This right. is the day that we dealt with the bill, Jefferson. Uh, I'm on page one. Uh, members' attendance uh, and the supporters of the bill, Chair. I'm on page two. Um... Page two. I'm on page three, Chair. Uh, page four. Uh, members deliberated at length. 
That's the last page, Chairperson. Those are the minutes of uh, the 31st of August, Chair. Thank you. Can I get an indication from members in terms of uh, proposing adoption of that set? Honorable Chair, it's Kiwi here. Yes, Honorable Kiwi. I move for the adoption of the set of minutes, uh, also correcting my first move, Honorable Chair, on the dates. Thank you. Okay. Any second to Honorable Kibi? Mantoli Chair, I second. Thank you, Honorable Ntoli. Okay, Is there another set? Yes, the last one, Chaperson. Uh, okay. That's the minutes of the 24th, uh, Chaperson, of August. I'm on page one. Uh, members' attendance. Page two, Chair. That's the last page, Chairperson. Okay. Honorable Ntuli, I see your hand is up. Thank you, Chair. I move for the adoption of the set of the, the minute of the 24th, uh, Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Ntuli. Any second to Honorable Ntuli? Chairperson, I second. Honorable Thank you, Manel. Honorable Manel. Therefore, the minutes are adopted by the meeting. Thank you, Chair. Is it the last set? Yes, Chairperson. We only had three Chairperson for the time. Oh, yes. Um, Maybe I'm so energetic chair. today. I'm looking forward to many sets of minutes. <laughs> what is the next item, Scott? That that was it for the day, Chairperson. How? The meeting yes. Pelam Senior Ganga. That was a record. <laughs> okay. Honorable members, thank you very much for availing yourselves uh, for this meeting. And uh, thank you very much for your frank deliberations and the decisions that you have taken in today's meeting. Therefore, the meeting now stands adjourned. Chair? Hello, sir. Yeah, maybe just to highlight that this is our last meeting, Chair, for members. Uh, oh, yeah, for, for the term. Yes, yes okay. Uh, this is our last meeting for the term. I, I, I nearly forgot that. Thank you to, to uh, remind me, Mastol. Uh, what, what is going to happen now? We are going to draft um, a schedule of the, of the meeting for the new term and then call the meeting for the adoption of that, uh, of that uh, program. Thank you very much, honorable members. The meeting really now stands adjourned. Thank you, Chair. Manda, Manda, Chairperson. Manda. Manda, Chair. Manda, Chair.
Recording stopped.